welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. And so it is Christmas. And what have you done? <laughs> well, personally, I feel that this 2019 year has been filled with accomplishments and wonderful achievements. For me, it was comprised of lots of travel and reconnecting with friends and doing onto others. And right now, I am surrounded by my whole family, my three grandparents, who I am so lucky to have in my life, my parents and my husband and my dogs, and also my aunt and uncle and my cousin. Um, of course, I have an aunt and uncle and cousin who are not here, unfortunately. But, you know, for me, this is a very different and special Christmas because, number one, it's also Hanukkah right now. And my husband is Jewish, so we celebrate both. And number two, my Christmases are usually spent with just my parents and my husband and far from the rest of my family. So I am very happy to have everyone here. And today, most of us are off work and together with our families. And if you're not, then you must hold a position of great, great importance. Like, you know, you're probably a medical professional or a firefighter or a police officer or an EMT, security or some sort of life-saving or life-protecting role. So thank you for your service. But most people, at least in the U.S. and Europe and Latin America, are off today. And today is one of those days where 99% of restaurants aren't even open. And food is a basic need, people. Supermarkets are closed. At least around here they are. It's a really different day than all the rest. But why is it so different? Why is it that we give it so much importance and we act so differently today? Well, because today we celebrate the birth of Jesus, who Christians believe is the Messiah, Muslims believe is, the, is a prophet, and Jews believe was a Kabbalistic rabbi. And most people just know as someone who changed the world as we know it. <coughs> Sorry. This isn't an episode about religion, people, so please don't shut this just because I said Jesus, okay? Just because I say his name doesn't mean that's what I'm, you know, I'm not talking about religion. You aren't, if you aren't religious, or if you aren't Christian, it's fine. Listen on. It's worth it. Because maybe you have never stopped to think about why one man was able to leave a legacy that survived over a thousand years after his death. How did this one living soul secure your day off today? Rumor has it, this isn't even his real date of birth. It's just a symbolic date for his date of birth because he was just so important to the world uh, in the eyes of so many um, that here we are. You know, here we are, just bored at home with nothing to eat but leftovers from yesterday. <laughs> just kidding. We are happy, cuddled with loved ones, and some of us are still getting to enjoy some Chinese food. It's all good. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, Jesus was a guy whose life was traced for him in many ways because of the expectation that he was born into. Now, I know that some of you skeptics might be asking if the story is even, is even real, but trust me, the history is real. There's history on this, okay? Um, it's real. There was word around that 
you know, at the time that the son of God was going to be born, you know, the king of the Jews and other people's innocent kids were killed by the Roman emperor who feared the impact of that birth. And the news of his birth was spread around the world without social media. And there are contemporaneous writings in Africa to prove it at a time where literally there was no internet. So it's a big deal. News traveled by camel and donkey. Okay, try that today. I don't think it would work out so well. Now, he was allegedly raised to believe that he was special. Okay, that he was the son of God. And the story goes that he felt that way, that he felt that he had like, you know, the self-worth and appreciation, you know, for the power that he allegedly had. And what he did with it was he taught people how to be the best humans that they could be. He taught people not to be greedy, not to judge by appearances. He taught forgiveness. He gave a sense of importance and value to the most hated members of society and to the poor and to the leopard and to the people that were, you know, with many disabilities about to die. Okay. All things that were stigma at the time. And he did that by example. Okay, he ate with those people. He lived with them. He walked with them. He talked with them. He defended them. I mean, who here hasn't heard of the famous and my favorite quote of his, let he who hath not sinned be the one to cast the first stone. It's brilliant. Okay, brilliant. He's brilliant. He's kind, compassionate. He's humble, at least from what we gathered about, you know, about him from other people's writings, you know. A man of no possessions who traveled on foot, teaching that life can be better if we are better to one another. I mean, think about that for a second. Everybody loves John Lennon's song, song Imagine, right? But John Lennon lived in a brownstone in the city that was worth double digits of the millions, people. He wasn't, you know, someone with no possessions, okay? Jesus was cool. He was the judgment-free zone in many ways. He was the real deal. And unless you were a total douche, he would accept you. And actually, even if you were a total douche, he probably would have accepted and loved you and forgiven you because he forgave traitors. He forgave haters. He was different than everyone else. He had a vision of a better world. And the way that he went about bringing that into reality was living that reality himself, being the change that he wanted to see in the world. And if you are religious and a Christian, then of course you feel that this is all true because he's God. He's the son of God, right? So actually I have a funny story about that. If you want to go in like a little sideways segment thing here. Um, Because I was an older kid getting my first communion. So I was 12 when everyone else was eight. And I asked a lot of questions, which really annoyed my teacher. And one of them was, aren't we all children of God? Didn't we just learn that? It was not fun. Anyway, but okay, besides, that's besides the point. Um... He was like DNA of God, right? Only half human, the Messiah. That's what you believe if you are a Christian. So it makes sense to you. But even if you are not a Christian, why would you not like him? Only because so many Christians did bad things in his name, you know, to protect his church, the church they built. He never even asked for that. He never asked for a new religion to start. So let's not blame the guy, okay? Let's celebrate his amazing drive, his passion, his courage, his authenticity, his honesty, his modesty, his compassion, his love for all people. And let's remember 
that he did a lot more for the world in terms of setting the example than any musician or actor or model whose poster you probably have hanging up your wall or did when you were younger. And I'm not religious, okay? I was raised Catholic, but I have since strayed way far from that because I don't like dogma, okay? I don't like repeat after me. I have my own brain, my own thoughts, my own feelings, and I don't think that any two people can really, really understand and experience things the same way. But I still love Jesus. I love the guy. I love what he was like and what he represented. I also love Christmas. I love how somehow it's not like, you know, it, it, we, we still feel this positive energy, okay? It's like somehow it's felt by everybody. Because so many people I feel like gathering together and they are thinking of him because it's his alleged birthday, right? And we meditate on him or we think about him today and I believe in energy. So Messiah or not, he had that incredible positive energy that just was more powerful than the energy of anyone else before or after him. People are so much kinder during this time. It's crazy, isn't it? But his positivity has transcended time. It has literally survived until right now. So you know what? Why can't we all be more like Jesus? Why can't we all, independent of anything that we believe or don't believe, ask what would Jesus do in every situation? Wouldn't that always result in a positive outcome? Because I'm pretty sure he would forgive the person you're holding grudges against, okay? And he would help the person you're contemplating helping, but, you know, maybe you don't have enough money or enough time or enough space in your house. Or... He never made the excuses you make. He never thought the way you do because he was different, right? And it doesn't mean that you have to give up all your possessions or that you need to take on the homeless into your home or that you need to do anything that you're uncomfortable with or don't have time for or don't, don't want to do. You have the right to live a life that fulfills you and that makes you happy. But at least when it comes to the little things, okay, the things that life is just too short for you to hold on to. Just think about that. What would Jesus do? Because it would always result in a positive outcome. I think it would. And I think you should. And I hope that we all will. Merry Christmas, everyone. And I don't think that it's a convenience that it fell on a Wednesday, the same year that I decided to do my podcast. And I'm cutting this short because I want you guys to go enjoy with your family. Thank you for being with me, for listening to me, and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com, your follow on Instagram at highvibeadvocate, and as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday. She's somehow close to me.